Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller on the air for the next two hours to talk sports with you, and thank you. Uh, for spending some of that time here with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this for the first of weekly appearances throughout the college football season. We will head west, catch up with our friend Stephen M. Sipple from On3 Media, where he's covered Nebraska for decades, uh, and he will join us. Uh, take a look at the Huskers. What do they anticipate? What do they expect? I'm guessing 12-0 and 0 would be expectations uh, from the fan base anyways. Uh, but we'll talk to Sip about the likelihood, or I guess in this case the unlikelihood, uh, that that happens. Uh, but Sip coming up at 11.30. Mitch Holtis will not be with us today. He will not be with us tomorrow, it sounds like. His daily appearances have come to an end, but he did send some sound. Today is their annual Chiefs Players Banquet, so he's the MC of that. Uh, but he sent some sound along. And then Mitch will be back with us weekly once the regular season gets upon us, which is, as we know, starts, well, in their case, two weeks from tonight, ready or not. Ready. Here comes the NFL week number one. Uh, so Mitch Holtis uh, will join kind of at the uh, about 10 minutes before noon. Hour number two will play with the hits. Clones and Hawks. Hawks will start it off with John Bowenkamp. I guess it's more than the clones. We're going to talk about the conference that they reside in. Uh, the Big 12 with Matt Postens from Heartland College Sports. The, this whole realignment thing. It's making my head hurt again because I'm not sure it's over. The report this morning is of Calford. Is that what they call him? Calford? Calford. <laughs> uh, is that the new moniker that's, that's being thrown that's out? What the, Cal and Stanford. It's it, not quite, quite as good as like Benifer or, you know, right. when, you, when you get the couple's relationships. <laughs> but all right. But Calford, if they don't get the invite to the ACC, apparently um, ESPN is going to knock on the Big 12 door again and say, you know what? If we up the ante, can you, can you make room for Calford? Uh, so we'll see. Where the, when the music stops, and it's got to stop sometime, I would think, hopefully, before well, uh, before Saturday. By the way, it, it dawned on me yesterday, um, as jacked up as we are for Saturday, and why wouldn't we be? It's college football. You know the predicament you and I are in? I'm going to guess it's something with WHO 13. That would be a Trent. Yeah. And that's where Notre Dame and Navy play at one thirty in the afternoon. Well, I have that subscription to Peacock that and I didn't so, know about, so, so I'm good. So we'll show up there for sure, right? Yes, I and believe Peacock so. is. I believe so. Do I we need Peacock for what else? Big Ten football. Got to get Peacock. Yeah. Okay. Big so Ten basketball. Got to get Peacock. Mm-hmm. I'll have Peacock by Saturday. So if the TV does not work as far as Direct TV, um, we'll we'll have it handled. But for those of you who aren't getting Peacock mm-hmm. uh, and do uh, our Direct TV customers and just Maybe it slipped your mind or you've grown, uh, formed the habit of not going to 13 because, you know, you go there, there's nothing there. Well, the Notre Dame game may not be there. I just assumed that once football got here, mm-hmm. it would settle. Did you see that article one of our great listeners sent to us the other day about the dispute between DirecTV and Nexstar? I don't think Somebody I tagged uh, both of us in. I'll send it over to you. They're throwing barbs at each other. Now, yep. isn't this usually kind of the final salvo before, all right, it's time to get to work? Right. As each side is playing the other. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's getting a little more contentious. And yep. this is usually... Blink before football. Right. 
and let's make it happen. Right. The article, though, made it seem like they're probably, they're quite a ways away at this point in time. Really? Will that change in two weeks? Let's hope so. Oh, I'll say. I, the reason that I dislike streaming the most is the lag. More than anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. my internet sucks, and we've talked about that on the show plenty of times before. But <laughs> since we started, right? And Google, we're in you know, a pause. They're on their way, Trent. We were supposed to be the second area West Des Moines done. Uh huh. We are now the final area that has not been done. We are in a pause, and, and I can't believe that because you live right across from the West Des Moines cop shop. <laughs> exactly. You would think that they would have to have as good an internet services as all the other ones. You would hope right? so, right? Yeah, um, but apparently, apparently not for me. Un- unbelievable. It's not that. It is the lag. Because, like you, not as much you as you. can't me. switch channels. You can't go from, unless, I haven't figured it out. Maybe you, you can. You can, but it's just, it's more cumbersome. Right. It just, it takes more. But the lagging, when you're 30, 45, 60 seconds behind a play, you can't open Twitter. Nope. You can't be on social nope. media. You can't be texting with your friends. That's another great part that mm-hmm. I love about Whatever team it is. I got a separate group with some of my Bears buddies, and we're usually complaining. And we got a couple with my <laughs> Twins fans. And, but if I'm a minute behind, well, here comes the text from Corey. Well, the Twins either did something really good or really bad here. You know, it just That's the part that more than anything really gets me. I get me. it. I, I can understand it. And I'm a flipper like you. And yes, it's cumbersome, and it's a little bit frustrating, and, and you, you're not as quick as you are with your clicker, right? Uh-huh. But you can do it. But the lag, that app, and even live betting. You know my love of live betting, especially in basketball. Yep. And that, well, you see on your app, oh, basketball game. It's 72-66. Just a moment ago, it was 66 apiece. Well, I guess Michigan State just went down and hit a couple of three-pointers. That's how far you're behind it's frustrating. when it comes to streaming. It's frustrating. And I'll practice streaming tonight, at least for a little while, because uh, Prime uh, Michaels and Herb Street have the uh, Philadelphia Colts game tonight. Oh, okay. So I'll try and reacquaint myself with that remote because it's an entirely separate remote at my house. Anyways, third world problems, yeah, that expression. Right. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're, we're first world problems. That's what we have. Is that what we've yeah, got? We're not in the third world. We're in the first world. Uh, all right. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then Trent's Plays of the Day. Circus Sports sponsor those. We will get to those at, at some point. I, we, obviously, we're going to bring up the sound uh, from, um, from KCCI yesterday. Shannon Earnhardt? No end. Earhart. Earhart. Yes. Shannon Earhart, who I don't watch local TV, but I see her a lot on my Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. This is how I get my news now in sports, right? Yeah, on right. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, or on X, I guess it is. And she's all over the place, and she's very good at her job. When I we think. saw her the first time. At the Wild. At that the was wild. her, yes, wasn't it? Was I thought Shannon. the very yep. same thing a couple of months ago. And I've seen her a couple of times at high school events yes. as we're out and about, and she does a really good job. She does. She hustles. KCCI, you have a good one in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means she's probably going to be somewhere else very quickly. <laughs> well, yeah. and, and more power to her if yes. she can uh, you know, elevate her, uh, uh, elevate her career through moving on to bigger and better marks. Not sure where she's from. Maybe she's from here and wants to stay here. Regardless of that, she's very She went to Oklahoma. She oh, did she? She's a boomer. Okay. Boom sooner. All right. I just know that from her Twitter profile because I opened it up because we got sound. Now, you remember the former KCCI news, sports news director, Andy Garman. Yeah, who funnels uh, the Iowa yes. Hawkeye. So uh, how do you think that Shannon or... got this interview with Cade McNamara? Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I mean, Andy, 
I've known you for a long time. Can you funnel so something I. our way? So have I. I mean, can, can you give us something? Would it kill you? I, I mean, we don't ask much. No, I get it. We've had good times on the air. Yep. Talked many times. Yep. Sure, I've been out many, for many beers with him. He just hates our show. Apparently. 11 to 1. It's uh, we would love to have Kate McNamara on our show, or 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 Ferris, Ferris. or Beth Getz, yes, um, any of them, because that's how, that's what happens. That's Andy Garman is in charge of funneling Hawkeye guests, and I'm going to assume, and this is just an assumption, yeah, that's how KCCI because Andy, nobody in Eastern Iowa got this. No, that I've seen absolutely not, and and Andy works for the public relations firm mm-hmm. uh, Wickstead Pope. It used to be Pope Allison Pope's not in the uh, Scott Pope's wife Allison and. Wickstead, I can't remember her first name. They were the PR firm for a long time, and Andy works for them now. Yeah. And Iowa, the athletic department, maybe it's the whole university, is what is a client of theirs. So, anyways, Garmin, would it kill you to throw eleven to one a bone? Um, you got her contact information. Of course, he does. So, she's really good. Mm-hmm. She asked the right question. I would love to know the timeline of this. Did this happen after Ferentz? said what he said to the media because he downplayed it. I think so, because I saw one of Shannon's responses, and she said when somebody asked, when was this interview done, thinking yeah. maybe it was a week ago or something like that, she said Wednesday afternoon. So I'm going to anticipate this was after Kirk talked to the media. Because Kirk says, you know, he, they're hopeful. Yes. They're hopeful. You have, to, uh, the, you have to be able to speak Kirk Ferentz. Right. And you know what? We've been well, doing it for a quarter century. Kevin. I think we have, Trent, but there's a whole bunch of media that also have that aren't seeing it our way one little bit. They think, David Eichold, who's a mm-hmm. really good reporter, thinks this is all that, uh, that Cade McNamara is, is acquiescing to the wishes of his football coach. Cade McNamara is not a freshman. Cade McNamara mm-hmm. is going to speak what he wants to say, in my opinion. He is not going to be... Uh, neutered, censored in any way. He's going to, if he's asked a question, I think he's going to answer the question the way he wants to. That's just me. Could be wrong. You said a week ago, and you talked a lot, took a lot of arrows because no one wants to believe that Cade McNamara is going to miss any time at all. Mm-hmm. And you didn't say he's going no, to. Absolutely not. What you said was there's concern that it might be a little more serious than it's being led on. Not talking amputation, <laughs> right. right? We're just saying it's a little bit more serious than what they're saying. Ferentz made it sound yesterday like everything's going according to plan. And I guess, what, what, of course he's going to say that. He said he was hopeful. He also used the word optimistic. He uses the word optimistic a lot. But he was optimistic he was going to practice this week. Yeah. That didn't happen. First it was hopeful. If not the end of this week, then certainly next week. Hopeful. That hopeful term. Well, I'm sure he's hopeful. It's a starting quarterback. Yeah. And the backup's got concerns. Yeah, and, and, and your and your the son, guy the offensive play coordinator. Right. Your offensive coordinator needs points. He was the fourth quarterback of Wisconsin last uh-huh. year. Deacon Hill. He was. He's your starter. Yep. Yeah, I would be hopeful, too, mm-hmm. that that's going to be your quarterback that trots out there. And look, you and I are hopeful. Because yes. this has got a chance to be a special season. And special seasons are really good for business. Yes, they are. We want this to happen. Absolutely. We want it to play out. So here is the interview. Just a little clip, 10 seconds, from Shannon Earhart of KCCI asking the question about the injury. And we'll play it right here for you because... This is a Cade McNamara I've never seen before in his response. And then you talk about rehabbing. How are you coming along? Um, you know, my, I'm, I'm progressing, and um, that's all I want to say about that. Have you ever heard Cade McNamara stumble over his words like that? Well, I haven't heard, to be fair, I haven't heard a ton of stuff other than when he got here. But he's pretty buttoned up. Yes. He's yes. confident. This isn't his first interview. 
He was not confident there. No, he wasn't, Trent. He, and I don't think that that's think. All of a sudden, a little bird pops up and he said, "Oof, coach said not to say anything about this." Mm-hmm. I don't believe that for a minute. I don't. He's not a freshman. Been a lot of been a lot of rodeos, Cade McNamara, right? Uh, and has basically been anointed as the guy um, since he walked into the building. And those guys get a little bit more leeway than some of the other guys uh-huh. on the roster. He's the quarterback for crying out loud. It's progressing. Trent, this isn't good news. No. This isn't us saying he's going to miss the month of September. Mm-mm. This isn't good news. I don't see how you can listen to this clip. Take the black and gold glasses off. Push the Kool-Aid further away from your reach, okay? And then listen to it again. Because this isn't a positive, in my opinion. We want him to play week one. We want him to play week 12 and into Indianapolis and wherever they go bowling. This is an optimism. I, I can't hear this any other way than, uh-oh, maybe this is worse. It is crazy, though, what you mentioned is different beat reporters hearing it different ways. Tom Kaker, reading some of his uh, articles over at On3, Hawkeye Report, more concerned. I yeah. think even after walking away yesterday, and we talked with that with Tom last week, David Eichholt, as you mentioned, no big deal. Rob Howe, I think, misconstrued what was said about procedure because Kirk said there's a procedure to get him back there. Rob Howe took it as that he had a procedure uh-huh. on his quad. So people interpret things different ways. I understand that. The way that I hear this, though, this does not all of a sudden make me say, oh, right. Well, he's back he's out good there. To go. He's good to go. No. And if you write it that way, so be it. I hear it a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. And the McNamara one pushed it over the edge for me. Mm-hmm. It went from Kirk, using the Kirk terminology. Hopeful, optimistic. Yes. Yep. And this one sent it to... Play it again. Can you play it again? Absolutely. Got it right here. And then you talk about rehabbing. How are you coming along? Um, you know, my, I'm, I'm progressing, and um, that's all I want to say about that. Mm-hmm. I'm progressing, and um, that's all I want to say about that. <laughs> did you see the rest of the interview? I, I didn't. That's no, what I'm no. Asking you. That's all I needed. Yeah, that's right. And I think they're going to have some clips coming out. They said the coming week, Shannon also had that. Yeah. that you know, they're having things that they'll play throughout the season, different yeah. questions, probably talk about. I'm sure there'll be a question about the Iowa State, and they'll play that during that week uh-huh. in the newscast and, and doing things like that. But that one right there, Oof. that was an eye-opener. I don't know who runs KCI, KCCI anymore. It used to be Paul Fredrickson and Dave yeah. Busick, and they're both uh, gone. I mean, I don't think. As in passed on, gone, but left. not a KCC anymore. Right. Um, but they need to they need to do what they can to keep her because she's mm-hmm. really good at what she does. Yeah, absolutely, and she's got the, she's got a lot of depth. I mean, we saw her at the uh, at the wild uh, the Minnesota Wild Open practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but she, I don't know when she got here, but she's good. I see her all the time at different sporting events. So, um, anyways, Reister, keep her happy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because uh, you're getting a lot of clicks uh, for that little soundbite, I'm guessing. Let's get Jeff in here real quick. Then we'll move on. I want to find, I, I want to, when we get uh, through with Jeff, not that we're trying to, mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about Otani because this is, a, if you're a sports fan, yeah. um, th- this is a blow. This is awful. He doesn't. He's going to be fine, money wise. Mm-hmm. But that bro, that break the bank contract that was coming his way, that's no longer there. Three quarters of a billion dollars. Right. You can't give him that now. He's not going to pitch next year. Right. And, he, and if he gets the surgery, he's not going to play next year. What Harper came back from Tommy John, right? And just DH'd. But late, late, late. Yeah. How much time did he miss from the time of surgery? And if you're the Angels, do you just say, you're not making the playoffs? Yeah. 
Let's take the surgery now. Mm-hmm. This is best for you. I, Play that card. Does this make it more likely that he remains an angel? I think that's a strong I, possibility. I do, too. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And if you. the Angels play this right, yes, we would love to play, uh-huh. have you play for the final five weeks of the season. But for you, mm-hmm. the most important thing is you. Play that card. Mm-hmm. Get the surgery now. It's going to obviously push up your recovery time. We want what's best for you. I, for a lot of people, that would help. Not everybody. Right. But I think that would definitely I'm help. not sure they were into, let's say the, the number was $600 million he was going to sign for. I'm not sure they were players at that price. Maybe that's not, it shouldn't be the price anymore, but maybe they're players at whatever that new price is. But it's Based, only a year away from pitching. You can make your contract. But this is the second time. I mean, he's had yeah, Tommy John in the past. Right. So how many more innings he got in that arm? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's terrible if you're a baseball fan, if you're a sports fan. Uh, Jeff, sorry to keep you waiting. Thank you for being patient. What's on your mind? First, um, you guys talked about the uh, Florida doc. I watched three of the four apps last night. Uh, it's good. It uh, is, really. You're the first one, other than Bama Bob, that have said that. They, um, most people say it's a puff piece for Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow. Uh, it, well, it, it's, well, is it a puff piece for Michael Jordan for the, for the last dance? Of course it is. It's, it's around Urban and, and uh, Tebow. Yeah. And I so far, it, it, it's, it puts a, uh, an insight on what was going on in that program from that 2005 to 2010. It's really good. If you like college do, football. Do they take you uh, some of the scandals? Do they dwell on those at all? Is Aaron Her- a, a little bit. They haven't okay. talked about Aaron Hernandez yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fourth piece if i'm guessing they probably won't i mean i i don't really know how much you want to put a put a a lamp on aaron hernandez but um they talked about him a little but you know tim tebow i mean what a i don't want to lose my airtime here but what a you know what a story you could do a story on i I love tim tebow the college football player loved him um and so let's let's move on i talked about this with ken earlier i want to kind of hear trent's uh speak on this and i'm gonna real fast because it's a longer breath Okay, so Iowa State, they get to the Fiesta Bowl. They, they beat Oregon. We all know that's an asterisk. Do we agree, Trent? No. No. Okay, I put an asterisk by that, by that game. I think Oregon was Everybody had up. COVID. It was Everybody a weird season. Everybody had COVID, but you, you play an Oregon. I don't want to go on a team. But you play a team from the Pac-12 with three or four losses? Mm-hmm. They were the third-place team in their division. They, but they, okay, they, were in, they were in the Fiesta Bowl. They okay, represented fine. the Pac-12. You can't put an uh, asterisk by it. They beat okay, I'll move, I'll move on. I would, would, would you downplay it if Oregon would have beat Iowa State? I would have just moved on because it's Oregon. <laughs> okay. being, I'm an Iowa State fan, but I'll move on. All right. So the next season they have the, big, the most hype the program's ever had. Would you yep. agree? Yeah, yes. no doubt. Okay. Oh, sorry. This is you, okay. Trent. I'm shutting up. Go ahead. Um, and they fall on their face, correct? Yes. Seven and six. Okay. And then last season. How'd last season go in a nutshell? Four and eight. Disappointing. Okay. And lost a lot of close games. That's, that's, how, that's how college football goes. Now we come into this season. And yes, the game league's around, and that's fine. Let's say they have a bad season. We can, I mean, we could, we could surely agree they, they probably will have a uh, below 500 record, correct? Yeah, I, that fair? yeah, the over-under is five, four okay. and a half, yeah. Okay, fair. Okay, so next season, and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this, so they're going to add, you know, they're going to add Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. What, Iowa State falls in the bottom, the bottom third of the conference. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. Arizona State is a better overall football team historically than Iowa State is. Am I wrong? And they haven't had a ton of success themselves, but yes, when you look at it in totality, no doubt. There, there isn't a major conference team that has a... As bad of a track record as Iowa State football over the last hundred years. So, 
if they have another bad season, and by the way, I'm going to throw this out here pretty early, you and I is not just going to cover. They may beat Iowa State. Depends, there's, depends there's, on what the number is. We'll throw it. I don't, I don't either, but I'm, I'm telling you, and I'll probably talk to you next week. You and I is covering that number, oh, yeah. but I'll move on. What if they're so favored? If you and I, so if you and I does that, they have a bad season next season, how is Coach Campbell not on the hot seat? Because yesterday, you both said he's not. Not this year. Not this year. And that, that's where the conversation started. It was about hot seats this year, and he's not on the hot seat this year. But if you lay out that scenario and he follow up a 4-8 and eight with a 3-9, and nine, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to go into next year. Expectations. The Goodwill yes. bank account that he had overflowing with Goodwill. He, that thing's drained. Right. He took the program to heights that they had not seen since the 1970s. That puts a lot in the, What's that? He probably should have left there. He should He was going to leave. He probably should have gone right there when the hype, was, mm-hmm. the hype train was going to New York City. That was probably when he should have left. But I'll end you with this, and I haven't heard anybody say this. This is just my opinion. If they do struggle and they go down that train, is he losing the locker room? Are those quotes and those mm-hmm. one-liners, are kids really listening? That five-star culture, that, that thought process, thanks for the call, Jeff. Yeah. Those things, that is the part that gets concerning, and we've seen this happen before with coaches that have the cliches, have the terminology, mm-hmm. and when it starts to Winning go wrong. Winning in the dark. It's very easy. Winning yep. in the margins. Yep. Doing all the, those cliches, mm-hmm. those terminologies that you use they fall on deaf ears mm-hmm. five star culture you know that was a big thing that they absolutely love to talk about uh cyclone fans will still buy the tickets yep uh they're a loyal fan base they love campbell um obviously he stuck with the program when he had other opportunities to go otherwise i i, I don't know i i don't see him i mean he, he wanted to say when he could have left before I, I, next year might even be too soon Next year might even be too soon for that seat to get hot. Right. There will come a time, though. There will come a time. I mean, if, if um, you know, you quit showing up for games and you're struggling to fill tickets or fill seats, rather, we'll see. Uh, uh, Benny wants to talk some baseball. But, but what do we owe this uh, pleasure, Benny? Back to back days of uh, you calling hey. it. Well, I was a proponent of the Angels keeping Otani from the beginning, and it didn't work out because Trout. Ended up getting hurt right after he came back. The wrist never healed, and they fell further and further behind. But you were making the comparison to Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper had the surgery November, right before Thanksgiving last year. He was back by May 2nd, DHing. If Otani goes, undergoes the knife right at the end of September or October, he'll be ready by opening day next year to be a full-time DH. Okay. Won't pitch, won't pitch sure. but he'll be... He'll be ready to be a DH. It only took Harper a little over five and a half months to recover and be a full-time DH. And then you do the rehab on the arm part of it, but it's DH only. You're able to do that. That paints a little better picture. So what do you sign? A yeah. one-year deal? Oh, it, Is somebody going to sign him Somebody's still going to give him a billion. I mean, somebody's still going to give him $50, 60000000 million a year if over he seven, just, eight years. If he just hits, but that's he might hit 50 bombs, right? right? Yeah. I mean, how much better can he be just as uh, But again, I, I, I can't sit here today and say he's going to pitch again ever. I mean, this is his second surgery. He had Tommy John in, what, 2018, I think I read? And, and now yeah, he's undergoing, he's, on, uh, undergoing it again? Well, they're not sure he's undergoing the surgery as of yet. They 
They speculate he's getting a second opinion, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, there's a high probability that he's undergoing it just like mm-hmm. Walker Bueller did. This is Walker Bueller's second. Let's see how he bounces back when he gets to the Dodgers here in the next few weeks. And, and, and there's been people that have come back from Tommy John. It's not as successful the second time around mm-hmm. as it is the first time, but somebody's going to give him an 8- to 10-year deal still worth 40 to $45 million. He's still going to get probably four hundred million over eight or ten years. Yeah. That that because Bryce Harper's playing first base now. He's not going to probably be much. Will, will Otani? Will Otani? He won't play in the field. So you're going to no. pay him that much just to DH? He's also going to. He's going to come back and try to pitch. You'd sign yeah. him with your money. You take a chance on that. Well, if I'm a billionaire, of course. I don't give a crap. I'd yeah, be like Cohen. <laughs> Well, I'll, there are owners I, that would, yeah, it's fair. I don't I'll, think I would. A, I wouldn't. As a Braves fan, I'd sign him in a heartbeat. To what, DH <laughs> or to, with the hope he pitches? Well, you're going to sign him as you know he's going to DH. I'm not worried about that. But at well, that price tag, just, you're going to give him that much money to DH. Let's say worst-case scenario. He can't play in the field. His pitching days are over. You're going to pay him $40 million, $50 million to DH for you? Aaron Judge is going to be a DH in two or three years, Ken. But they signed him to play the outfield, though. That's on them. Okay, but but don't you agree that Aaron Judge is going to not be playing in the outfield? I believe he's going to be a first baseman when Anthony Rizzo moves on. Okay. Pujols, Miguel Cabrera, all these guys, that's what they turned into, too. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, yeah there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not minimizing the playing first base by any means. You can't, why couldn't you put Otani at first base? Because you're going to have to throw the ball. Yeah, but you're going to have to throw the ball across the diamond at some point, and he can't do Bryce that in Harper, November. I mean, in, in uh, April next year. Bryce Harper's playing first base now. But he's not pitching. Well, I, but you just said you're completing two he, different things. I bet he's he's never had the back to back Tommy Johns. This is number two for him, fellas. We don't know how he's going to come out of this. I'm no, not. You, you spent your I, money the way you want to. I would be pissed <laughs> if the Blue Jays bet, gave him that much money on the hope that he's going to be okay to pitch at some point. Forty million dollars a year to DH? No, thank you. And he's phenomenal. He's going to hit fifty home runs. But that's it. Worst case scenario. So you're happy just languishing in third and getting into the playoffs every couple of years. So Don't you want to win a World Series? And you think that's going to put you over the top? If he, very, if he comes back and is able to pitch? Yeah. If. If. Yeah. if. Well, it's an if. But it's not your money. You don't buy season tickets. No, but we're, we're putting ourselves in the owner's shoes. I wouldn't spend the money. I wouldn't. Until I know if If you had that kind of money, though, it's also different. Well, I guess. Well, Do you think he's going to end up on the street, the owner? No. The, the Rogers company's all of a sudden going to be, oh, sorry. I wish C- they would. CEO, uh, it was a rough time. He signed Otani. It's all over. They'll be fine. It's just, it's just like Artie Moreno. Yeah. You know, he's still sleeping well at yes, night he because, he didn't, he, because he didn't trade Otani because he would have been the laughing stock. No, he wouldn't have been, Benny. He would have yes. been seen as a, as a wise move. It was the right thing to you do know, at the time. I'll die on that hill. Okay. You could have. Well, you no, would have restocked your entire no, system. Hey, now you got a guy hey, that's no, play, he played a month's worth, and now he's gone, and he'll never pitch no, again. Maybe. Kenny, you're Kenny. Yeah. You think they even said they came out? Who offers weren't oh, the owners? The, the offers weren't there. They weren't going to replenish their system. You were getting a rental of Otani. They weren't giving up their top. I prospects. heard Strider and Olson. No, yeah, right. You're out of your mind. They wouldn't even trade Strider straight up for him. 
with the contract Strider signed and he's going to be a free agent, for a you're six, outside your contract. For a six-inning pitcher, that's all he is. Oh, Pretty really? good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, six-inning six pitcher that's gone 140 innings, struck out 227, averaging 14 strikeouts per nine. He's 14-4. and four. Uh, Kyle Wright starts his rehab today. We've given up 24 runs in our last nine games. Dodgers with coming. Ten of them being one and done, terrible. Benny. One and done, they're, kid. They're they're terrible. I, I yeah. It's a good thing terrible. they're getting a buyer. They'd be out after the first round. Your Braves are in deep water. <laughs> they're in they're in more shallow water than your Toronto Blue Jays. That's and for they'll sure. Keep being and they'll keep being in that deep water. Benny, I got to pay you for doing a segment here with you. If we keep you any longer, got <laughs> to run. Benny. See you, Benny. <laughs> Baseball, Benny. Oh, I love the kid. Not a kid anymore. No. That was when I first met him uh, 25 years ago. <laughs> Old man with gray hair now. He is. He absolutely is. All right, 11.30, Simple Next, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 106.3. It's time for Sip. (laughs) Stephen M. Sipple talks with myself and Ken on Nebraska football. I mean, I have a radio show. We have callers. I pay attention to my Twitter notifications and all that. There's definitely some frustration. We talk Cornhuskers, and you never know what else is going to come up. With 30 years on the Nebraska beat, here's Stephen M. Sipple. As long as they're paying me to talk, I'm just going to keep doing it. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back for the first of his weekly appearances. Husker Online, part of On3, the On3 Media. He's Stephen M. Sipple for decades covering those Huskers. Uh, Great to have you back, Stephen M. Love these segments with you. Truly do. Um, And here we go again. How are you? Yeah, it's just starting it up. It should be really interesting. Can't I wait. Obviously, I obviously, yeah, I obviously appreciate this. No, ditto. Ditto. Yeah. So, Sip, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound crazy. This feels different. This feels like maybe, just maybe, um, they're about to emerge again. I'm not saying they're going back to national champions, but I think Matt Rule... There's from where I sit and from what I read and I read all your stuff. I'm a subscriber of yours. And we're from the day you announced it because I want to support my buddy. Um, yeah, it fe- it feels different, Sip. I, I and I'm, I mean, look what Matt Rule's done, right? He's got a track record. Um, does it feel different over there to you? You're a hard boot. You've been on the beat for a long time. You've seen all the coaches come and go. Uh, does it feel different? Uh, in a lot of ways, you know, I. I don't want to go too far down that road because we've been burned. Sure, you know, I get Frost it. Came, 
when Frost came, you know, when Scott Frost came here, it felt different too. But the, I, oh, I, I mean, listen, I I think I know what you're getting at, and there's a couple sort of things that aren't abstract. They're they're very real. And he said, like for for instance, when he got here right away, November 27th, in his opening remarks. Oh, they had a grand ceremony, obviously, and it was in the football, indoor football facility, and there was a big crowd there. And he talked, one of the first things he talked about was the trenches. That you got to, that's where you got to build it. You got to build it. I mean, it's got to be inside out. Now, that's pretty standard football fair, but we haven't always heard that here, you know. And so right away, he got my attention that way. Um, he understands Nebraska really well. He understands it, it, like the the office of the head football coaches means a lot to him. It, it's evident, so that's good. He he understands that, it's, and you guys understand this because you're in the same conference and you you follow it. Nebraska just really has not fallen apart. You know, it, it loses a lot of close games. You know now. Again, it's we're talking about a team that hasn't been to a bowl game since 2016. Mm. But I've never really, except for the end of the Mike Riley era, the last year when they were getting blown out, Iowa came in here, came into Lincoln, blew them out. That would have been 2017. I thought it unraveled then, but it didn't. It didn't unravel under Frost except the start of last season. Then they kind of got back on track, beat Iowa in the last game. Weren't winning games, but were playing teams tough. And, you know, played Wisconsin to one-point loss, beat Iowa. That's, that's at the end of the year. So he – and then the last thing I say, I know I'm rambling, the last thing is Rule has acknowledged that at every turn. He says he didn't walk into a temple. When he was there, which was a, which was a you know wasn't very good, mm-hmm. he didn't walk into a Baylor, which was a mess. They can they can get to a bull. He says it all the time. So yeah, it, it does feel a little different. Hit the ground running, and it starts up up on the road against Minnesota. A week from tonight, right? Yes. Jeez. Week yeah, away. Week How good that time. sounds. Sip. Yeah. I, I'm sure you guys have bandied about this, but. Many people thought Scott Frost was going to work. And I thought it was going to work and he was going to get them back to at least relevancy. But then I wondered if he could take that next step. We never got to even see that. What if this doesn't work? What if Matt Rule doesn't work? A, a one that across the board, most everybody believes this is a home run hire. You went with the guy with the pedigree and the background with Frost and that didn't work. And you've done different things with Riley and with Polini. What if Matt Rule doesn't work? What does that say about Nebraska football in the 21st century? Well, <laughs> you went Trent, to a pretty dark place. Um, I like to do that with you, Sip. <laughs> I, I, it'd be concerning on a lot of levels. Um, what would it say about Nebraska football I, it, in the 21st century? It might just, it, Trent, it might be as simple as saying they haven't found the right guy. Yeah, It's not. Listen, I say that believing in my heart that it's not probably it wouldn't be that simple. It's it's a little it's kind of scary everything that's going on. I guess the best way I can answer this is 
the pram and it's the same for you guys. The parameters are changed. Yes, they are. The you know, and they're going to keep changing because the league is going to keep changing and college football is going to keep changing. So all the these notions that we've had for so long, Kenny, Kenny would understand this. Kenny used to work in Lincoln. He understands Nebraska football. It used to be Kenny remembers, and Trent, you might remember too, when mm-hmm. nine wins was the standard mm-hmm. here. And now, now, you know, nine wins in the conferences that's going to be configured would be really strong. Ten might, eleven might be in the playoff. So what I'm suggesting is if it, if it's like seven and five, kind of the new nine three, I think going forward. So I, I guess I just sort of answered your question. I I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I want to ponder that. Yeah. Question. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it would be scary. I mean, it's, here, why? Why would it be? Because here's why. Because there's a sellout streak, and there's already you can. There's a bit of apathy that's I've you know obviously that's settled in. Not not widespread, but would it would there ever become widespread apathy? I don't know. I don't want to find out. Uh, Stephen M. Simple. So Sip. Uh... Couple of things. Let's, let's bounce around. So, wh- how do you see the West if, from, from your seat? Um, who's the team to beat, and where does Nebraska fit into the West a week before the season kicks off? I, I mean, Nebraska is not. A, I don't think they're a, a real threat to win. I think they can to win the West. I think they can win. I think they're a. I, I think they. I think they can eke out six or seven wins. That's what most people here think. By the way, that's the way it. That's the way people are thinking here. So no, they're not going to win the West. I, I'm a little surprised at how many, how, oh, I don't know, pronounced the the advantage people see for Wisconsin. I don't I'm, see I'm with you. I, I totally agree. I don't get. I don't understand. I like Iowa. I mean, I went, this summer, as I studied the teams, I always would think, you know what? As I look at Iowa, I like Iowa. Not, but, but, but by a narrow margin. If now I don't know how McNamara is. That's obviously a big part of it. But mm-hmm. I think their defense good again, if not good plus, and maybe great. I mean, Tory Taylor, is, I think, is a huge weapon. And again, it's, it's a lot of this is about <laughs> the additions you've made that needed to be made. Now, how now how how is McNamara? By the way, that's who you listen to. Yeah. You listen to him himself. <laughs> Uh, it's it's iffy. I think it's I think it's iffy at this point that he's available for week one. Sip, I do. Yeah, that's troubling. It, it, it just it's all about how quickly and then what you know. I mean, right. will he turn? Will he be himself? You know, that's the sort of thing that you guys, I'm sure, talk about. Yeah, no, with you, with you, hundred percent. So next Thursday, Sip, what's your schedule? We, I guess we're doing, we're booking the show on the fly here. But since we have you, will we be able to get you the morning of the Minnesota game, seven o'clock kick? When are you driving up day of? Oh, absolutely. No, you'll be able to get me. No, we're we're driving up Wednesday. Oh, so. good. In fact, we were just talk, I was just talking to one of the guys, Robin Washington. You see that name? Um, yep. We're driving up. Wednesday, and he was saying, "Yeah, we'll have a, we'll have a kind of an open day Thursday." So, no, I'll have a, I could come on for an hour. I'm not suggesting that. But <laughs> yeah. I could come on. 
for as long as you want. Good stuff. Give me 30 seconds on the new quarterback, the Georgia Tech transfer, Jeff Sims. Oh, he's a big guy, baby. I mean, he passes the eye test. 6'4", 225, and he can really throw it and can really run it. Now, he can, when I mean say he can really throw it, I mean he it looks nice coming out of his hand, but he's got to throw it to the right guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and and he's got to make good decisions. But, boy, I mean, that's that's what you want an athlete to look like. Again, 6'4", 225, mm-hmm. if coverage breaks down, look out. Mm-hmm. Look out. Or if, if you know, if, if he gets – you know, if the pass coverage is good downfield, but he sees a he sees an opening, he, he'll get downfield awfully quick. But he can really run; runs like a tailback. Six out of the seven teams in the West transfer quarterbacks, all except the one that you'll see in person next week: Minnesota and Calcmanis. Uh, Sip, great to have you back, my friend. Love this segment. Uh, Trent and I are all in. Uh, we will uh, talk with you next Thursday, the day of Minnesota hosting the Huskers. It's a seven o'clock kick. Thank you, Sip. Appreciate it. Glad you're back with us, Stephen M. Good deal. I'm all in, too. Take care. Guys. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. No one in my career have I talked to longer than Stephen M. Love it. Love the segment. Good man. Take a time out, Trent. Come back. Hear from Mitch Holtis on tape. He's not joining us live. Miller and Con- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. John, your side. Now, back to Middle and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Again, Mitch Holtis, his daily appearances with us have come to an end uh, today and tomorrow. I believe we'll have a little tape segment. He is emceeing the Chiefs' lunch, and everybody that broke camp with him, uh, knowing that there'll be 30-something of them, uh, that this is one of their last functions as a Kansas City Chief, as the cut deadline is coming up. Apparently, this is a pretty special event. Listen very closely what he has to say about the wide receivers. Today is always one of the highlights on the Chiefs' yearly calendar, the date of the Chiefs' kickoff luncheon. For 29 years, I've had the honor to introduce the team in front of 1,200 fans in downtown Kansas City. Another year, I did it virtually during the COVID pandemic. I read the name of every player on the team in attendance. It's always a great source of pride for those players to walk across the stage as I introduce them one by one and for them to be acknowledged by the crowd. It's just that 38 of them won't be on the active roster next week. One area where tough decisions loom is wide receiver. There's 13 in this camp. 
Maybe seven will make it. Maybe. But I pulled Coach Andy Reid aside today and asked him what it takes for a wide receiver to make this team. Yeah, everybody thinks that it's it's speed that is the primary quality. It's really it's quickness, uh, the ability to play in space, um, being quarterback friendly versus zone and man coverages, um, knowing how to reduce the top of routes, uh, and, and all of the those little things there the, um, uh, to to get yourself open in essence and uh and the, and then the quarterback you, you can tell you can tell the guys that the quarterback trusts and uh when you when you watch practice and so it's that time when the quarterback's got that pressure on that you're available and and uh he's got to get the ball out quick and he just knows that you're going to be in that spot and uh, no matter what the coverage is, you're going to be there and be, be available. There are locks like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, the injured Kadarius Tony, and Rasheed Rice. Then there's the probables, Richie James and Justin Watson. The maybes like Justin Ross and Amir Smith-Marset. Now that's eight names for maybe six or seven slots. Then there's others like Ty Freibogel, Ty Scott, who's hanging in there, and rookie Nico Remigio, who probably is headed for an injured list. But the math gets tight. It's the harsh reality of the NFL. Although 16 of the 38 players that will be cut here over the next several days probably will make the Chiefs practice squad, still many will be cut loose. But for a day, this day, they all felt like a Chief. From Kansas City, I'm Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. All right, Papa John's Central Iowa. They sponsor that segment uh, throughout the month of August. And then uh, we won't get Mitch next week, but starting on Wednesdays of game week, he'll be with us uh, every single week. And look forward to that. And thank you to Papa John's. Mir Smith-Marset, part of the Maybe Group, mm-hmm. along with the Justin Ross, the kid from Clemson. No lock to make this team. A lot of receivers. Um, a lot of weapons. A lot of weapons. Do they, though? I mean, they got Kelsey... Pacheco's a nice running back. They got a guy with a one and a five on his jersey. <laughs> they do have him, Trent. He's yes. going to make guys into weapons. And they've got a, a group of guys, five of them, in fact, in front of them that are pretty damn good at blocking for him and opening yeah. the holes. That's a good offensive line. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be tough to repeat, but we shall see. We shall see. You're in the Chargers. We know that. Mm-hmm. We talked about and the Bengals and the Bengals. So let's let's do the North quick. Because we talked a lot about the East. Yep. I'm taking my flyer on the Patriots. I'm jumping maybe a leg back on the bandwagon of the Bills. Mm-hmm. I can see a reemergence after last year's mm-hmm. disappointment. In the North, you could make a strong argument for all four teams, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Watson comes back to the guy we saw three years ago. Look out below. <laughs> and he's got a backup, too. That roster talent-wise, one mm-hmm. through 53, mm-hmm. is that minimum, what, top 10? Um, when you're talking about the depth that they have, the dudes really, that they have. Yes, Trent. You have questions at number one, quarterback. And Stefanski needs to win this year. He, he took playoffs two years ago. I know. That's the crazy thing about this league, too. Yeah. yeah. He took the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Was he coach of the year? Yeah, yeah. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes a step back with as tumultuous of an offseason, bringing in Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. You don't do it this year. Uh-huh. You're... If I was, if he became the Bears coach, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> dude can coach. Uh-huh. He's a good coach, but one wrong move, mm-hmm. and who knows what kind of influence he had in doing something like that. I like Cleveland. I like the talent on Cleveland. I Where say. are you in Pittsburgh? 
That's the question mark in the division to me. When Watt is healthy. When Watt is healthy. We saw, mm-hmm. I thought, enough out of Pickens last year mm-hmm. He's got that step. he can stick. Yep, I agree. He can be yep. a starter in this league for six, seven years. Love Pickens. Yes. Talented receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the former Bear over there. He was with the Rams, got a cup of coffee. What's um, um, Robinson. Oh, okay. Uh, he's there now. Um, defense, got some dude. Cam Hayward's not getting any younger. He's not. Uh, Joey Porter's their new rookie phenom. I like him. He's a rookie. I think that they... They'll hover around... 500. Tomlin always does. And he gets above it. Every year. Nine and eight. And then you got Baltimore. And they're the team. They're like you and the Chargers. That's my team that I just Mm -hmm. always gravitate Mm -hmm. to. I always have something on them. Mm -hmm. Poke a hole in Baltimore. Where, Where would you go to poke a hole in it? That Lamar always gets hurt? At this point in his career, last year you can make excuses. Yeah, maybe. You can say, well, you know, he was looking for that contract. Poke a hole in it. It's tough to do. You got wide receivers now. Beckham, that's a big addition there. You know gonna, the defense isn't great. Mark Andrews good at tight ends. There is in the game. Now I'm anxious to see Charlie Kohler this year. Right. See what kind of, not saying he's Mark Andrews by any means, but few are. But see what he's got. We'll talk Hawks first, clones second, Trent's plays of the day to come. Miller and Condon, an hour to go to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.